You're listening to the Highlighted Podcast, brought to you by All Sports Culture. Welcome back to another episode of Highlighted Bill Sports Culture Podcast. Kurt, Sully, Sam. Sam. Yes. By the way, you were in a screenshot that we posted with the, uh, you were owning Lamar and, you own Lamar and Waddle or Tyreek? Lamar and Tyreek. Yeah, there's a lot of people commenting. They were like, dude, that guy owns both of them. Yeah, I know. Unreal. And also our scoring system for that league just, is yeah, so I horrible. That's I that's I, I'm it's not going to lie. I noticed it last week because I had Lamar and Rashad Bateman both get like juiced plays. Oh my God. You probably scored like 300 points this week. I scored 200 this week. Um, yeah. It was a lot for our week. league. That's, I scored more I in this league than I did in like my main league where we start three wide receiver, three tight end, two flex, two quarterback. It, you it, get a fucking it, entire that's a yeah. roster. You got a coach yeah. out there, like a cheerleader, equipment <laughs> manager. Yeah, and we start defensive players. So it's kind of so nuts. Stupid. So it's, stupid. It's, it's great though. But uh, in this week, yeah, I mean, Lamar and Tyreek, like they got juiced points where everyone's like, oh my God, he's got insane roster. You know I do. I'm winning the league this year. It's yeah. all right. I'm not writing an album. I'm gonna win it. Justin's going. Justin Jefferson, forty-five points tonight. I'm I'm I, writing an album. Cool my team is that. absolute dog shit. My other my other routines are really bad. I mean, Kurt, you didn't even start two players against me last week. Hey man. All right. Up here in the weekend, yeah, and state gets a little busy. Kurt's 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 Let's get wait, wait, to... wait, wait. Before we start, college game day. I do want to ask Kurt about college game day. How Dude. was it? Did they really so, make you can't cross that off, or was that like a lie? Wait, no, I, on everything, I swear. I thought God. you just like didn't want to hold the sign. Uh-uh, I, was I like, swear. Yeah, me so it. I'll give you, I'll give you exactly what happened. Got there at noon on Friday, noon. I'm the second person in line, right? Camping yeah. out. Night goes on, but then a bunch of young life people are cutting me off in line, and I'm not taking that shit. So young fucking, life. You know what young life is? Young life. No, Young Life's like the uh, the like the Christian organization where they do like a bunch of events. Look I've it up. Never heard of. I've never heard of Young Life. Young boy. All right. Anyway, so I'm I'm furious at this point. Night goes on. It is so poorly designed. You hate the Christian Church, is what you're saying. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> I love the Christian Church. Okay. Um, but yeah, look up Young Life after this. It blows my mind. You guys don't know that. Anyway, so they cut me in line. Everyone's cut in line. I'm furious at this point. They don't let people in until 5.30, but we start lining up at like 1 a.m. I'm on my feet. Horrible night, right? Then I finally get in. I got my all sports culture sign. He goes up to me and goes, um, what does all sports culture mean? And I'm like, oh, it's, I was, I was a little, I was tired, but I was joking with him. I was like, oh, it's the best Instagram account on Instagram. <laughs> um, you know, it's, I do it with a bunch of my friends. He was like, you can't do that, sir. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why can't I do that? And he's like, you can't promote other brands uh, for ESPN. And I'm like, you fuck ESPN, piece of shit. So I'm Honestly, like, honestly though, the right that really would have been like a like a five million. But cost here's my thing, my friend, you don't stand there. My <laughs> friend had a TND sign. You guys know TND on Instagram? 
Yeah, I think so. And he got in. So where's where's Did the consistency? No. I feel like if you didn't have the at sign, you would have been okay. I should have. But that's what, I mean, up. you tried, man. Yeah, I tried. That's um right. it was a fun time though. Uh yeah, App State's the best school in the country. That's all I gotta say. The dining hall's great as well. How oh, was God. Pat McAfee? Oh, dude, you see that oh, selfie I took God. with Pat? He's oh, of course. My, uh, my good friend, his name's Henry, he goes up to Pat and was like, could you out shotgun Luke Holmes? And then for two minutes, he's talking about, he's like, he's such a bro. He's like, all right, here's what has to happen if I got to out shotgun Luke Holmes. And he's going through like all the like logistics on how he's going to do it. I'm like, this guy. That's so frat. <laughs> he's the man. That's and so of him. Pat McAfee. What a, nah, he's the man. Uh, but we got NFL this week. Let's go. Yeah, let's talk about some takeaways. I'll go first. Yeah, man, go for it. Uh, yeah, go for it. So, uh, my takeaway is about the Broncos and the Colts, and it's more so about like kind of what I've said in the past, leading up to leading up into the season. Um, now, don't get me wrong; both of these teams have had major changes. Being the Colts added an entirely new QB, which is obviously the most important position as uh, the Broncos also hired a head coach um, who can't tell his feet from his hands. And they also got a new quarterback. So both teams have made some big changes. So a slow start is, I mean, not necessarily expected considering everyone kind of thought that they upgraded at both positions, but it's somewhat understandable to have a slow start. If you're going to change that much about a team, but going into the season, I said the Colts would literally win 13 games um and i said the broncos would i mean it's a very tough division but i said they were underrated i said russell wilson was underrated so far russell wilson has been very very what he's Bad. been mediocre the offense has been horrible mostly their goal line offense like they just like he like they forget how to play football when they get within like the 10 yard line um i don't know why but they cannot score when they get down there um and obviously Hackett is horrible and the Colts have been, I mean, the Broncos have been disappointing, <laughs> but they're still fine. I think they'll be fine. And the Colts, I think long-term will be all right as well. I still think that they probably will win this division, honestly, but it's been like maybe the worst start you could have. Like you just got shut out by the Jackson Jaguars. Now we have a stat from ASC, 361 regular season games for the Colts dating back to 2003. They've been shut out three times. All by Jacksonville. All by Jacksonville. That's kind of crazy. Now, I don't really believe, like, so a lot of people were talking in game picks. They were like, only like three people picked Jacksonville to beat the Colts, which I agree. I think more people should have picked Jacksonville. But at the same time, do you guys like buy into like, oh, uh, you know, do you buy into the, they've been shut out three times, all by Jacksonville? I didn't know that. What do you you mean by that? So I mean, like one of those could one of those was probably in like 2008, and the other one was in like 2014. It's 2022. No, I think the more important stat is haven't they not beaten Jacksonville in like eight years? Yes. Yes. Uh, In Jacksonville, they have not beaten Jacksonville. Got it. But once again, now I understand if you're going to bring up maybe last two years, last year, are you really going to buy into it? Six, seven years ago was affecting the 2022 game. No. No, it's just a funny stat that they haven't they've only been shut out by one team and it's the jaguars and, and also that's... okay but i think a lot of people would like disagree with that i think the more important stat relating to the uh the colts is uh you two 
tried to mush on about how Matt Ryan is so much better than Carson Wentz. I, Matt Ryan looked like a sixth grade JV football player. I still stand by it. I think uh-uh. season Matt long, Ryan is trash. No. Carson Wentz is leading second in yards, passing yards. Passing yards Ace is the worst stat ever. All right. Well, he's miles better. <laughs> Who's top three? Tua sucks. That's true. Joe Flacco, trash. Well, and Carson. There's no denying that Carson Wentz has been miles better than Matt Ryan throughout the first two weeks. He's been better, for sure. Just saying. We got got QB1. We got Super Bowl winning Carson Wentz on our team. Name two two wide receivers on the Colts right now besides Pittman. Pierce and Campbell. Oh, I can name all. I can name their entire roster. Doolin. ISU. Strahan. Strahan. Yeah, someone someone came in the ASC Live. They were like, should I start Greg Dortch or Ashton Doolin? I said, dude, those aren't real players. <laughs> he goes, I'm in an 18 man league. I, I actually, they both actually popped off. I looked like one got like 14 points, and I'm pretty sure one of them scored. I uh, no. I think Dorch might have scored. They got shut out. Oh, no, Dorch. No, no. Oh, I think Dorch might have scored. I thought you were talking about Doolin. No, yeah, Doolin Dorch had, scored. Stor- yeah, Dorch did that's score. Unreal. I think I, I don't forget who I told him to start, but couldn't tell you who Dorch that's is. That's incredible. Greg He's Dorch. He, he sounds like a Madden generated that's player. Like, that's, not real. that's not a real player, right? He doesn't sound like a real person. And he looks like a clone of Marquise Brown. Like, <laughs> except he's just not as fast. Marquise Brown sucks. He does kind of suck. Did you see that drop he had yeah. on the fourth down? I mean, he got Wait, trucked. did he make like a fire catch in the end zone, though? Or did he drop that? No, that he caught he caught it one-handed, and it looked like he got a touchdown, but he actually was short of the, the pylon oh, by like yeah, half yeah, a yeah. yard. Yep, and then that led to the the Kyler Murray, he throws a touch, or he runs in the touchdown, and then he does the two-point conversion yeah. where he runs all that. over the place. We'll get to the Cardinals later. I yeah. have some stuff to say about them. Um, but Sully, I am in agreement. I think the Colts, yeah, this team is rough. Um, they do not look prepared. And is it just me? I, I actually don't think it's just me, but every single fucking year, Frank Frank Reich has been the head coach of this team. They just don't seem ready at all at the start of any season. And they're like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And then they just come out flat for the first few weeks of every season. Like last year, didn't they start like one and four? Am I crazy? They started, didn't they start 0 and 3? They definitely really, they definitely always start that. Yeah. It feels like, I mean, they have had a new starting quarterback for every year for like the past five years, it feels like, uh, (laughs) which is a justifiable reason to be rough out the gate. But when you're facing arguably the worst team in the NFL and the Houston Texans and one of the worst teams we thought coming into the season being the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you get shut out by the Jacksonville Jaguars, when your offense, I know you're missing Pittman and Pierce, but you couldn't even get the run game going. Jonathan Taylor rushed nine times in this game. Yeah, and which is ridiculous when he would be your 1A option in this offense immediately. Matt Ryan, like Kurt said, he looked like a JV quarterback out there today. He was making mistake after mistake. Pocket awareness was I don't crap. think that's true. My JV quarterback back when I was in high school, he oh, would he have put a, up a touchdown against the He's a five-star recruit. He's so a five-star what, recruit. we think I'm like a third-grade quarterback instead? Yeah. Sure. So. Why not? But the he Colts, like, like – That's what he looked like. Yeah, he did actually. <laughs> he did look like vintage Shua. Yep. They were down <laughs> – Sorry, go, Sam. Sorry. I'm, I just think it's funny. 
uh, because I already know when I bring up my next take, the discussion we're going to have. Um, and you guys are going to be on one side. You guys are going to be on one side. I'm going to be on the other. Um, but they were down 24-0. They lost 24-0. But, like, they could have lost this game even worse than they did. Um, the Jaguars had a really bad fumble that they were moving the ball on offense during that time. And then also they had a dr- bad drop by, I think it was Zay Jones, and also a bad drop by, oh, who is the other receiver? I mean, Marvin having, Jones, having that, Zay which Jones would have been huge plays. First problem. Um, but, I mean, this, this loss could have been even worse than it was. So them getting shut out is embarrassing. Uh, Colts are bad. They need to fix it. But they probably will be fine because this division is not very punishing. Um, because this division sucks. So what do you think the uh, okay? But what do you think the knows? winning team in this division gets? How many wins? Five wins. I think like uh, I think nine. Nine. Yeah, probably like nine, nine or ten. It. I need to look at their schedules. The Colts are winning doing that right games. now. Yeah. Hey, I'm at twelve wins. Don't get I'm, I'm I'm already taking that back. I still think they win the division, They're but like time. Jesus, it's it's rough out here. It's very rough out here. All right, Sam, you want to want to say your take? All right. Um. So my take has to do with the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> and it's not Tua focused. Just letting you know, but I know we're gonna get into the Tua discussion. It is the same. Uh, take that I put for takeaway. Say it, Sam. Say it, for, Sam. Uh, the, the wide take- receivers are the unguardable. Week two, the week two takeaways, which I write for ASC, by the way. Um, Our uh, senior NFL writer, Sam. Yes, yeah, sir. Wrote them. Yes, sir. Jackson comes straight to me. Uh, I like the takeaways this week. I thought they were good. Thank you. Oh, My so favorite. Many- the favorite one I wrote was the Kyler Murray one. I that, that one wasn't was really good. I liked that. <laughs> Um, I was trying to get I was trying to get Bennett to make a fucking I I was <laughs> waiting for the game to be over and then I would have done it but like they started yeah, coming back good, yeah. they started coming back and Kyler carried their asses I, so I I was like <laughs> I told Bennett to make it and he texted me separately and he goes is this what you wanted and he took the uh beta graphic that showed all the dates and put like Kyler's like season stats Oh my uh, God. Like in for the details and like Damn. put it on the bottom, and it was like super cool. But I was like, no, was it way that's over. Not what I it actually, like, was it like I kind of felt bad. Was it, it way was, over edited? It wasn't like crazy. It wasn't like super crazy, but it was like you know, like week one stats, and it was like week two, and then like it had like I don't know the. It was cool, but it it obviously really wasn't what I was looking for. And by that time, like Kyler had thrown a touchdown, and they were like coming back, so we were just like, whatever, it's fine. All right. Well, I'll get to my take then. Let's just uh that's funny. Uh we'll get to Kyler later. Uh my take is Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are the most dangerous wide receiver duo in the NFL, and I don't think it's really a debate. Uh reason being is speed kills. Uh we've talked about this a lot. When you have a dynamic player with the ball in their hands that is fast as fuck, they can do damage. And we already knew how much damage Tyree Kill did to opposing secondaries in Kansas City. It's just a little. And they would have to alter their entire game plans because he's literally unguardable. Uh, no one can keep up with Tyree Kill. Just no one can. Uh, so you have to do a group committee thing. But then when you throw a Jalen Waddle in there and how great of a receiver he is with the speed that he's got, how the hell do you guard that? Like, just how do you do that? 
And that showed in this game. Both of them had over 150 yards and two touchdowns. And uh, Tyreek Hill busted the Ravens' asses in this game. And I know there was a lot of busted coverage by the Ravens in this game. Let's not get that twisted. Kyle James Hamilton. still thinks that the cornerback uh, yeah. uh, room James, for the Ravens is... <laughs> James's arguments were so ridiculous. Well, he's like, I, I didn't read any of he's it. Like, what did uh, he say? Because Heston sent like a best by position post. Um, and he said, James was like, cornerback is Ravens easily. <laughs> and then literally not even 30 seconds later, he's like, the guys were wide open every single throw. <laughs> it doesn't count. I was like, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams were both lined up in the slot on Tyreek Hill's first touchdown. Uh, Tyreek Hill had single coverage on the sideline. Uh, There was just a lot of miscommunications and really weird coverage busts that happened in that game. And Tua was making the right decisions, the right throws. I mean, he had two bad interceptions in this game. He never does. But (laughs) he was doing well. He played his best game of his career, if you ask me. Uh, I mean, when you have over 400, 450 yards, six touchdowns, that's career numbers for some players. Um, that's for players. I mean, I'm not going to get it. I'm, I know I'm you not saying – Hey, hey. <laughs> I know you said oh, don't get it twisted. I'm not going to twist it. I'll all right. twist it a little say bit. Your thing. Say, but, say your thing. Say your piece. Well, no, I'm just going to say 450 yards, six touchdowns. That's career numbers for almost everyone, I'd say. I agree, yeah. Don't get like sat line wise, great game overall. Like, I mean, a lot of people are going to dog on him for like because the coverage is wide open. I agree for a lot of plays, but at the same time, that can't necessarily dog on someone because of that. It's not his fault. He made the right play. It's whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. The way I look at it, um, and Aaron actually brought this up in ASC chat Mitch Trubisky threw for six touchdowns in one game in his career. And I'm not saying that two is Mitch Trubisky or anything like that. Well, actually, that's kind of what I'm saying. But <laughs> yeah, Mitch is better. At the end of the day, I Tua is closer to a one touchdown. Well, he's kind of smart with the ball and he's accurate. So I'm not going to, but he's closer to a one touchdown, two touchdown guy in interception than he is a six touchdown guy for me. And well, and that's every crazy. quarterback no, no, in the league no, no, is no. closer to one no, touchdown. No, 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 no. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like he's closer to one touchdown, one interception than he is like a three touchdown, four touchdown day. And if you try out there with you know fifteen other guys that get four or five touchdowns, I'm not super surprised. You take a guy like Dak Prescott, who's fringe top twelve for most people, and he throws four touchdowns in a game. I'm not super surprised. Wait fringe top 12 you think dak, dak is fringe top 12 dak is probably 11 if you did it if you did it right now he'd probably be 11 he'd probably be 11 uh, to 12 i feel like most people would rank him around eight to eight no. I mean, if you have dak prescott ranked eighth you're on I, so much harder i don't think so i don't think you're right. so bad you're taking fucking kyler murray or Derek yes. Carr. yes i think a lot of people i think he's in the same category 100 percent you think Derek Carr, after the performance he had yesterday, is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott? Did you see Dak Prescott in week one? Yeah. You want to see what his receivers were? Drake. Want to see how his Stop. offensive he was, line were? He was terrible. Want to see how his, yeah, he, he was, was bad. I'll agree. He's, he's but we've seen how peak he can be. We're getting sidetracked. <laughs> Sorry. Back to Tua. What I'm saying <laughs> is there's 15 guys in the NFL that can go out there and throw for four touchdowns. I'm not super shocked. I would be shocked. I'll be very shocked if Tua has more than 
one more game with four four plus touchdowns this year. And yeah. to be fair, once again, your takeaway was I know I'm going all, I'm I'm talking about the receivers. Like, I'm not know, talking, but that's my point. That's my point. That's my anti two argument. Is he's got Tyreek Hill. He has Jalen Waddle. Now, my friend that I always argued with, I debated with Daniel Jones versus Tua. That was always the argument. Now, to say that Daniel Jones is better, it's objectively, you can't say that because Tua produces more than Daniel Jones. This is going already. Produces more than Daniel Jones. But here's the thing Daniel Jones (laughs) can throw a six yard slant when the guy has four yards of separation, and Tyree can take it 65 yards. It's it's really. Except those touchdowns were not six yard slants. Yeah, but they will be. Those were deep shots. Yeah, that were under Sully. Sully, in that game. You want to know. You see that ball he placed to win the game? That was a good throw. It was right on the money to Jalen Waddle. That was one on one coverage jump ball. Come on. It was like a four yard pass. Okay. (laughs) Explain the deep shots. He had one. I'll explain the deep shots. This is the two specialty. This is the two specialty. You run 75 yards. I'm going to throw it 65 yards (laughs) and the quarterback is going to be looking the other way. And my receiver's looking at the ball. So you can just come back and get the ball. That's, that's too special. Hey, when you've got Tyree kill and Jalen Waddle that can just burn their corners for 10 yards of separation, you can do that. But the thing is, that's the shame about it. It's it's damn shame. I brought this up before the season in our preview. I said, Tua does not need to be an elite quarterback for this offense to be good. Yeah, he's not I said good. he just needs to be good enough for this <laughs> offense to be functional because with the, with the receiving core of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, this offense, you would think, at least can be solid because you just have those pieces and they can make anything elite. Those guys showed that they can make this offense incredible. And Mike McDaniel did a great job in this game, uh, skipping up his players, and I will say he has a great knowledge of the personnel that he has at his disposal and he does not fuck around with any of them. And he's like, I know what you are. I know how to put you in a good position. And he does exactly that. He's doing that with Tua. You can't lie. He is doing that with Tua. It's just really weird that Tua's deep arm has more zip than his intermediate and short pass arm, which is weird, but I don't know. There's no zip anywhere. He doesn't have zip like in the like intermediate stuff, but when he's like throwing it deep, he's got a he could throw that thing. No he won't zip. go far, but he can nosing. Are the Dolphins Super Bowl favorites if you put Josh Allen on their team? Yes. Maybe. Well, uh, wait, let me ask you a question. Um is Josh Allen get taken off the Bills then and replaced with two of them? No, they clone him. But no. Really? You think you'd still take the Bills? That offensive line on Miami, I'm still a little concerned about. Even though Austin Jackson's out, which is a godsend for them because Austin Jackson is literal dog ass. And I said that on draft night, and he's been dog, dog ass, ass for them. Uh, so I'm still concerned about that. But I, I think the Bills defense is a better unit. So I would go with the Bills. Um, the idea of having like a very good that offense quarterback. Real. <laughs> the idea of having a very good rushing quarterback with Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill sounds really stupid. Like Josh, a rushing ability as a quarterback. Having Josh Allen's hose of an arm, literally the cock. best arm. Yeah. And uh, that is the best arm in NFL history based on strength. 
with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, literally just throw a fucking go route every single yeah. play. Honestly, you'll probably score yeah, one out of three there. times, legitimately. So I would just do that if that was the case. So I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I think this Dolphins offense has shown already that they can be a good unit with what they have at their disposal. And Mike McDaniel is very self-aware of what they've got. And I mean, that like Gasecki throw, I mean, that leaping grab the celebration before the dad gritty, it was, it was a great play by Gasecki and they're using him, even though he's not a great scheme fit, they're using him as a receiver mainly. And it's working. I mean, the stuff they've re- used with Alec Ingold's fun. I- I- I'm very optimistic about the Dolphins. All right. You'd be optimistic just to go see Tua throw one but touchdown and one interception in a playoff game and lose. You can't tell me saying. straight right now. You can't I'll tell, tell you straight. me straight right now. We were very optimistic about, okay, two, three AFC West teams make the playoffs this year. Two AFC North teams make the playoffs this year. That takes up the wild card spots. Based on how the Broncos and Raiders have looked and the entire AFC North has looked so far, you can't tell me with a straight face that the Dolphins don't have as good a chance as anyone to make it in the wild card. No. No, no, they do. I do think they have a good shot to make the playoffs. Okay. It's a shame. I I feel bad for Tua. He's going to get exposed. He will have one touchdown and one interception and maybe 200 yards, and they will lose by two scores. I'm not disagreeing. But when you have those weapons, which I would take those two over because you could argue Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in football. You can argue that. And that's been arguable for the whole his whole career. I would absolutely say he's the most dangerous wide receiver in the NFL based on his Henry Ruggs. Well, yes. The um, thing with Tyreek Hill. I is... mean, Tyreek Hill could qualify for that, yeah. that definition as well. But with that speed. He's the most dangerous in the league. He might not be the best, but he can be the most lethal in the most circumstantial moments. Circumcised, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The thing with with Tyree Kill as opposed to like receivers like Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams is more like target-based to get like going in the game. But the thing with Tyree Kill is he could have a shit game for the first half, but one play is all it takes for him to have an amazing game. Like he can change the course of the game solely on one play and i just don't think any other receiver can do that i mean adams did nothing yesterday they weren't targeting him he got the one touchdown slant catch and rest of the game they didn't target him i mean the ot throw to him by Derek carr how did you miss that he was wide open yeah he was um just weird stuff after week one also i got a question since the con was brought up all right the dolphins are on the phone with the bills they said, we'll trade you eight first-round picks and two up for Josh Allen. Who wins the deal? Yeah. Well, first of all, the Dolphins. Can they even do that money-wise? It's hypothetical. I don't give a fuck. Eight first-round picks. Yeah. I, yeah. I would do that if I'm the Dolphins. I mean, look, look. Okay. Eight may be a little extreme. Eight first-round picks and two up for Josh Allen. Who wins? I want to know. I don't know. So who do you think wins? You you got Josh Allen locked up for seven years. You know he's elite. Him with those two receivers is absolute filth. Jeez. I want to know. He's not, a, he's not a sexual predator. He may have said some stuff. I, I, I would take Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. 
I would say Josh. You Allen. don't remember the tweets that came out on oh, yeah, 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 draft yeah, yeah. day? They were yeah, elite. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Elite. I don't know about that. I don't even know what they were. They were not elite. I can tell you that. But... Wasn't he just talking about his dick or something? No. Oh. Uh, N word. Oh man, it's not. It's not great. Not a good look. No. All right. Anything else? No. No. Case closed. Seba, I'm with you, kind of. To the socks? How are you ever with Seba? Yeah, that's much. <laughs> Come on now. I mean, Curtis, you and Seba are literally blood brothers. Why is that? I <laughs> I gotta <laughs> I gotta disagree with that one. All right. Um, here's my take. Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan is a massive pussy. <laughs> I remember <laughs> back in 2012, things were amazing. Life was great. I was at the nice age of 10 years old. All right. 10 years old. And RG3 just gets drafted. We got Mike and Kyle as our coaches. And Kyle Shanahan, we trade three first rounders for RG3. Seems kind of familiar with what's going on in San Fran with the three first rounders, doesn't it? Anyway, RG3, offensive rookie of the year, looks amazing. But what people forget is he was being run to the ground before his major injury. He had a concussion in week six that year. He had another injury against Baltimore that year. It wasn't looking good for RG3. He was getting injured left and right. And then comes that dreadful Seattle game where we go up 14-0 in that game. But guess what? RG3 on the disastrous FedEx field that deserves to die that field. It's a piece of shit. Anyway, he... His career is over, just like that. I blame I since that I have blamed Kyle and Kyle Shanahan shits on Washington and I shit on him right back. Now we fast forward to 2022. They trade three first rounders for Trey Lance. Oh, he's supposed to be the golden boy. They move up to number three in the draft to get Trey Lance. They use him like a motherfucking fullback, do a nice QB draws with him. They're using him like he's Kyle Uzcheck. Gets run into the ground. Shannon has no trust in him whatsoever. But no, he'll just Jimmy G's back, so it's fine. And I don't know if he has watched that post game press conference. Massive pussy, he sounds like in that one. So which one? Jimmy how, G how, how so? He's just like doesn't take responsibility, accountability. What is it for Trey Lance getting hurt? Yeah, I just in general, like I, I, I just for RG three. <laughs> no it is it is a little it is weird that you're running your quarterback that is not i mean he's tall how much does he weigh though what not a lot. That, the whole point that. of drafting him was to run use him no, as a runner i understand do but you it's run do you want to run but if you're gonna runner? use it yeah if you're gonna use him as a runner off the guard do it more and like I, I understand he's not like kyler and lamar-esque but I'd rather see something like that than him just running up the gut every other play. Yeah, I don't know why they use him like that in that and that. It way. works for Josh Allen because he's fucking three hundred fifty pounds. Like right. how how much do we think Trey Lance weighs? Two. I can't tell you exactly, but probably forty pounds. Not forty. Thirty pounds less than Josh Allen. All right. Which is a lot. Probably like two two thirty. He's 225, and Josh Allen is 240. Okay. Yeah, it's 15 that sounds, pounds that sounds of about pure right. muscle. That yeah. sounds about right. 
15 pounds of dog in him. How tall is Trey Lance? He's probably um, six. Anyway. Two? Yeah. Three? 6'4". Look, and I, and I understand Kyle. He He's a genius, but I also don't like the dude. He still has a losing record. Let's not forget about that. Still has a losing record. Um, and we've seen, especially in San Francisco, this isn't the first time he's run his players into the ground and got injured. So, uh, Kyle Shanahan, come on the pod and let's debate it. Yeah, you're a pussy. That's my take. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know. I have Josh, I have Trey Lance in one of my fantasy leagues and he just snapped his ankle. So, prayers wanna... up for my uh, QB2, though, in the uh, 2020 draft. 2021. I do want to ask you guys something, though. Um, I mean, keeping Jimmy G, it was it saved their season basically. A lot obviously. of people didn't like that take, Sam. What that it was comp it complicated their season more. Yeah, and I kind I mean, of I kind of agree with that. I, but it's like I it don't was just the way all. it was worded. That's no, just the way it's worded, though. Well, the you're thing saying is, it's going to make it complicated for like down the road. Like, what are they going to do next season? That's what you're saying. Yes, I, I'm saying that, but. They're, it saved their season this year. Like they're going to still be a good football team. They might honestly be a better football team with Jimmy Garoppolo under center. When I told you guys Jimmy G was going to be starting for the Niners, I wasn't kidding. Okay, but <laughs> not in this way. Uh, but I, I genuinely think like Kyle out. Shanahan is definitely happy that no, I think he's, he's happy as well. Yes. Jimmy G is also making bank, by the way. Makes three hundred fifty k every win that they get. When he's the quarterback. Yeah, and they're gonna win That's games kind of with a quarterback because they're probably better with him rather than Trey because yeah, they're not gonna I, be going through growing pains and shit yeah, like that. But I think everyone will agree it's a lower ceiling. I, I wanna ask though, like, what if this works again? What if they're a good playoff team? What if they like haven't any like couple of us thought this team's like a Super Bowl contender? Like this could be a fucking NFC championship team. And what if they do that again? What do they do? Like, I think it's I mean, gonna be, gonna be the fan base can be divided, probably because they know what this team can be. But do they really think they could win a Super Bowl with Jimmy? No. But what if Trey comes back and his injury is really bad, and you let Jimmy go, you're back in a rough patch. Uh, again, it's really weird because, like, say what you want about Trey. Like, I don't really think this was a big deal, but I saw like a tweet. Trey didn't play all of his last year in his 2020 year mm-hmm. then he doesn't play in 2021 so he hasn't played in two years um and then in his first games back like shanahan isn't gonna yeah. give him like any sort of trust which seems yeah. a little weird like it almost seemed like the situation was always gonna amount to this yeah and it's just like you made this situation harder for yourself now with keeping jimmy the same thing because Jimmy's going to throw – they're going to make the playoffs. Maybe they'll win a game. Um, then Jimmy's going to throw for one touchdown, one interception, and then he's going to have a game-winning drive, and he's going to botch it. And they're going to say, look, we have, we have a good roster. We have a good coaching staff besides the fact that our head coach is a pussy. Um, we got to make – we got to go for a ceiling play here. We got to get the game changer. Yeah. And I think and, that's Trey Lance. But and then, like, that we didn't, the but if that happens – The complicates it, like Kirk kind of just said – is the fact that he didn't really play at all. Like, Trey, the game one, week one was a bullshit. It was a wash, literally. Yeah. Week two, he fucking barely played. He got hurt in the first quarter. Like, the guy's barely played. You just don't know. Yeah, and I think also it's weird because if that scenario happens, which obviously very high possibility does happen where Jimmy makes the playoffs, 
kind of Fultz under pressure like we saw with the Rams last year. I feel like at some point, I understand, like Sam was saying, it's great to have that security blanket. Um, fans love Jimmy G. Obviously, Kyle trusts him. But also, I, I can understand where you're just like, we got to just move on. Like, yeah. it just has to be done. Like, say what you want, but you got to just roll with Trey. If it doesn't work out, like, who, who cares? Because I think we all agree. I don't think Kyle agrees, but Jimmy's not going to win a Super Bowl. I don't know. They, they should have traded him. Like, they should have or released him just so they could have avoided this entire situation. Like, next year, let's say Jimmy leaves and Trey is bad. He comes back from his injury. He doesn't play up to par. I mean, obviously, we can say he hasn't played in three years, really. Like, you could say that, and yeah. that's justifiable. But that team is taking a noticeable step back in production, and I don't know how the fan base would respond to that and how they're, they'd be questioned. But you would feel like everyone agrees that they're making the right decision, but if they just let Jimmy walk, they could have dodged this whole thing. So I don't know. Like, I understand both sides to this argument. I would have yeah. personally just let him go and just dealt with the consequences of just not having Trey Lance if he got injured. But you could have just let him walk and then not played Trey Lance like he's he's DJ Dallas throwing that pass in yesterday's game. I don't know if you guys saw that play. That play yeah. was fucking hilarious. One of the funniest plays I've ever seen in my life. They line up four running backs in the backfield. <laughs> he throws the worst pass hey, man. ever. Even with Jimmy on the field, Niners minus nine cast for me in our highlighted bets. It was never a doubt. It's never a doubt. Hey, man. No. I don't know. But where's oh, the I, I know. I know I'm the man. And I'm the best at gambling. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Kurt showing his sack. Kurt, Kurt went even everyone this week. He's he's riding high off yeah, going. I went even. 0 2. So remind I went, me, I went 0 2. Yeah, remind me how you boys did. I couldn't get it all back this week with a fucking four leg parlay. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. That's what's gonna happen to me too. My uh, <laughs> Carl calls me like 11 a.m. Sunday. He's like, "Yo, cook me up a parlay. I want the Packers. I want the Commanders." <laughs> He went like one and three in the parlay. I'm like, it's terrible. All right, next take. Sully. Uh, me? All right, mine's about the Bengals, who coincidentally I bet minus seven, and they lost to Cooper Rush. Bengals are 0-2 versus Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Rush. Um, Now, there's been a lot of talk in the ASC chat recently about people that didn't believe in the Bengals last year. Now, if we remember from our playoff predictions, I had the Bengals going to the AFC Championship. As and a you lot say of people every week. What? As you say every week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people well, has to do with my point, so I gotta bring it up. And obviously a lot of people didn't have them doing that, blah blah blah, whatever. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, I mean, before the season, I didn't think they'd be good. Most people thought they'd literally win like four games. They'd one of the worst teams. That's what most people thought. So they they obviously overperform, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, last year, making it to the Super Bowl, being actually very close to winning the Super Bowl. Now, coming into this year, we're kind of predicting them to, like, be incredible. Again, like, win 11, 12 games. I predicted them, I think, to win 11 um, and win the AFC North. Um, And I think 
a couple of people in ASC chat have come up with this take and it's actually fairly accurate. Unfortunately, I think uh, Siba said it. So it's a shame that he was the first person to say, and I actually sort of agree with it, which is a disaster on my part. But um, he basically said, that's kind of how the NFL is. We know week to week, it's ridiculous, which also means the Bengals could, you know, get back on track and win nine games, 10 games. It's very possible. But at the same time, you get to the playoffs and the ball falls a certain way in those games, playoff games, it's close. It's, it's, you know, it's gritty. Any, you know, a team can kind of pull it out and they won a lot of games off like late interceptions and, you know, penalties and the games are close and maybe the Bengals weren't ever really that good is what people were basically saying because we know they do have a lot of, you know, weak points. They have a lot of holes. Their offensive line, even though they upgraded it going into the season, is horrible. Joe Burrow's on pace for 118 sacks. I saw this morning. I'm pretty sure he was sacked like 55 times last year. He's he's on pace for double. Now, two weeks in, obviously, that's kind of ridiculous to say. He won't reach that number. But maybe the Bengals are kind of fraudulent. So I'm interested, just like, what do you got? What do you think their win total is at the end of the year? You guys think they're going for like a seven win season, missing the playoffs, or do you think they're going to get ten wins and you know get a wild card? I think they'll be fine. Um, anyone who says that last year was—I'm not saying you did, but like was a fluke-like season—then go to bed. Like that is a <laughs> shitty ass take. Um, yeah, I—you can't lose. To Dallas, that's pretty inexcusable. I get the Steelers one. I know it's Trubisky, but like we said, it's Tomlin, division rival. It, the whole thing. I get it. Um, but the Cowboys' loss was really bad. I, I think they'll be fine, and I think we obviously run into overreactions, and we've talked about on the pod. Like if you're judging teams off of the first week, and even after the first two weeks, it's kind of wild. Um, so I, I think they'll be fine now. Are they going to be as good as some people thought? Cause e- I think the whole narrative was after the Super Bowl, a lot of people predicted them to fall off, but then as time went on, I think more people were like, okay, this team actually upgraded a lot. They're probably not going to be that bad. Um, no, I think people are kind of flipping back to what they originally thought, but I think they'll win like nine games. I think the Ravens will still win this division. Um, I think the Bengals are they're I think they're fine though. I do have to say, uh, let's not forget the two defenses that this offense has faced to start the year. I mean, the Steelers defense, great defense uh, with TJ Watt, obviously. Um, and Dallas. Dallas is a freaking great defense. But, like, and, they're playing a Super Bowl-esque set schedule. They're going to run into tough yes, defenses the whole yes. year. And I'm not saying that their offense is excused because they played two bad defenses. I think their def- the Bengals defense has been fine. Uh, they've been the unit that I thought they would be coming into the season. Um, they would allow po- – like last week against the Steelers, they gave up so many points. They gave up 20 points because Joe Burrow – Oh, that was an incredible performance. The fact that they only put up 20. Yeah. Or gave up 20. They held the Steelers in check on offense. They did. Um, and then this game, they held the Dallas Cowboys to 17. I know early on they didn't they scored early, but they held them down later in the game. Um, but for the Bengals offense, the thing is, they did not fix any of the problems they had last year. They are still the same Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Hero Ball bullshit offense. That is what it is. I like that. 
Um, Zach Taylor, I know we brought this up last week. We're like, oh, maybe he's pretty okay. Um, no, he's, he's fine. He's fine. He's not he's, that bad. He's not that good, though. He's and not that guy. He's not the guy. He's fine enough to get you playoff wins when you have talent on the field. Obviously, we've seen that with them going to the Super Bowl and nearly winning the Super Bowl, but he's not elevating you. With his play calling, it's rough. I mean, the run game has Still been... better than Kyle Shanahan, though. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, with Kyle Shanahan, this team wins the Super Bowl last year. Well, he's not better, twisted. but he's not a pussy. Uh, yeah, is Zach Taylor a pussy, though? Didn't think so. Uh, Which is arguably more important. <laughs> I would rather be a bad head coach than be called a pussy. That's me, though. That's one way to say it. Uh, but their run game has been the worst run game in the NFL so far this year. They they can't run the ball. And also, it doesn't help that Joe Burrow is holding the ball for 8 million years and just trying to let guys get open and not throwing it away in certain scenarios. But, like, he's trying to make a play because they're going into third and long so many times because this offensive line cannot protect or run block. It's just not been a good unit this year. I know they upgraded, but Lyle Collins was getting abused by Michael Parsons in this game. What? Where he's like, oh, your new bodyguard's in town. No one's going to touch you. Oh, yeah. Lyle Collins about Burrow. I don't don't think I've ever seen one of those quotes actually work out. Anytime (laughs) a new lineman goes to a new team and he says, oh, don't worry, no one's going to touch you, immediately bet the team under. I'm not kidding. Like, the win total. Yeah, I just, no, I feel like, yeah, in general, we haven't seen an instance where, like, someone talks, like, Never works. either, like, major shit or, like, highly about themselves, yeah. and it actually works out. the guys that are actually good don't talk, and the guys that, like, are trying to prove something, they talk, and it's like, you actually just suck. Yeah, it's just a weird mishmash of play calling his ass, and Zach Taylor should not be play calling. It should go to their OC, probably. I don't know if that's better. Uh, but they need a coach that can elevate this team beyond what it is because this team has talent. They have arguably the best offensive arsenal of weapons in the league. They have a top seven quarterback. They should be a top 10 offense. There's no question that they should be, Um, but they are faltering bad. And they thought, Oh, if we just upgrade the O-line a little bit and get to like an average offensive line, we'll be amazing this year. We'll be good. It's not that simple when everyone figures you out and you do the same shit over and over again. Defenses will see that in the film and be like, oh, they're not changing shit. We just do this, this, and this, the coverage, and we'll be fine. We may not have Micah Parsons to absolutely abuse them, but we could do these types of things to make up for that. Um, Yeah, this team just needs to look in the mirror and understand what they are, and they haven't done that yet. Uh, which kind of sucks. They've got Super Bowl hangover. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but to answer your question, Sully, Sully, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I still think they'll be a wild card team. Probably nine or ten wins. I agree, Kurt. Ravens win the division. You're not included, Sam. Uh, Yay! Sully, I... you picked the Bengals to win the division. Oh, yeah. Season do, you still, do you still think that? No, Ravens. I mean, the Bengals suck. They're winning three games. I dig that take. Nah, nah. I think they'll win nine, nine or ten games. Ravens, though. Ravens are one on one, bro. Ravens, Ravens just lost to the Dolphins. You're not doing. Ravens lost to Tua, dude. 
That's horrible. Yeah, that's, that's embarrassing. That's I'll worse ask, than losing to Cooper Rush. <laughs> I'll ask one last question before we move to the new, next take. Over 55 sacks, over under 55 sacks for Joe Burrow. Over. Over. How many do you think he finishes with? 61. 63. 61. And that's gonna, not a think. That's a no. I actually want to know how. what's the most sacked quarterback in a season. Mm, 71. You know what? Uh, I think it was David Carr that got sacked the most. You know, in um, 1992, Mark Rippon for the Washington Redskins only got sacked 11 times in a season. Yeah. Learn that in the takeaway or in the crazy but true. Uh, yeah, I think that was in your video. Uh, the highest, oh, yeah, amount, it was. <laughs> highest amount of quarterbacks sack, Grable, was sacked in Mike one Grable. season. Was... Dude, sh- <laughs> there was no way that shit is real. There was no way. I, I was, I was so that was amazing when I saw all that. Sorry, Sam. Uh, David Carr, seventy-six times. Jeez. In two thousand two. It fucked. So David is related to Derek, right? Yeah, yeah. brothers. Just make it sure. <laughs> All yeah. right, so, Sam, what's your take? Oh, I'm up. Okay. Uh, well, this one's kind of open. I'll just lay the take because I just talked for a while. Um, where you guys can kind of pick Sam, it we back love to it. hear your voice. Please. No, talk I, 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 I get on tangents. Sing us a so song, bad. Sam. I cannot do that. <laughs> um, basically, the take boils down to Kyler Murray is saving a really bad football team. I know. You're on so much drugs. You're on drugs. I don't know, Kurt. I don't know how you watch the end of that game and go, yeah, Kyler Murray didn't win us that football game. I watched the end of that game, and I saw Las Vegas shit on the field on their defense. Kyler Murray, yeah, he was good. But is he still shit? (laughs) A little bit. Oh, he's better than Dak Prescott, though, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's better than Dak. No, he's not. You think Dak is better than Kyler? Like straight yes, face. Easily. Dude, I, easily. That's not true. Right. Right. Anyway, what you got to realize is half the things I say when in regards to the NFL. Bullshit. I'm just saying bullshit. <laughs> like, do I actually think Tua's as bad as I say? No. But is it is it is it great? It's great. Did Kyler play great yesterday? Did. Am I still gonna shit on him? Of course. Um, but this Vegas team, it has not been looking good. It's not been looking good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you thought they were gonna be better than the Broncos. The Broncos the are Broncos are not much better. <laughs> I know. And there were so many games this week, like ridiculous amount of games, where one team would jump out to a massive lead, and then they just would never score another point. It was very weird. Uh, I don't understand why that is. Like, just keep playing. <laughs> how many? Um, <laughs> keep playing. How many? How many? Didn't the Cardinals have like an absurd amount of snaps in the fourth quarter? It's like fifty something. Derek Harden touched the ball for a half hour. Apparently, that's why they lost. I mean, you got to give the ball to top ten, Derek. Yeah, I mean, to just, when he got the ball hour. back in the OT, he well, was Hunter. Hunter's fault. He had a wide-open Devontae Adams over the middle, and he had all the time in the world in the pocket, clean pocket. He's racist. He completely whiffed him. <laughs> That's what it is. He didn't want he's him got to the get Josh, the We got to check if he's got the Josh Allen tweets. Yeah, he's got, yeah. got those. He's been studying Matt Stafford's game. Uh, but basically what I'm saying is 
The Cardinals are bad. Maybe he got um maybe yeah, he got breakfast before every single practice with Hunter Renfro. Just like did. yeah. Hunter Renfro, sneaky athlete. Bro, I remember we talked yeah. about that so many times with Cup and Stafford. They still talk about that. That was mentioned week one, I remember. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yes, no, it was. During the game. Absolutely yes, was. Yes. Probably I, happened with Ben Skoranek, too, yeah. knowing yeah. knowing the broadcast. And the best tweet was the, the fucking Rams are putting out Cooper Cup decoys. And it was like Skoranek <laughs> and like they have one other guy that's like a short white guy. And they're just like putting them. It's unbelievable. Cooper Cup, though, un- he is unbelievable. They went ballistic last week. Two touchdowns, 110 yards. Like, I genuinely feel like no one talks about it still. Like he don't. is so far and away the best receiver, they at least from a statistic it. standpoint. Yeah. And no one is talking about it. Yeah. I mean, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson hasn't played yet this week. It's true. That's true. But yeah, no, I agree. It is ridiculous. I don't understand how that man is always open. Saying. It's I I've yeah. never seen anything like it. Never mm-hmm. seen anything like it. He's incredible. That's, yeah, that's why I like I don't know, man. I don't get the NFL. Like Devontae Adams is always like he's gotta always be open. He always is open. It's like but then also like I don't know, there's a bunch of guys that are always open. Just throw them the fucking ball. Are we getting Michael Thomas syndrome with Cooper Cup right now? Where like they just Maybe. get disrespected for no reason. I think Michael Thomas player? Well, I don't think Cooper Cup's getting disrespect. Well, he might be actually a little bit, but it's not as blatant as the Michael Thomas disrespect. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. No, the thing with the thing that's different is like the Michael Thomas disrespect. They had a reason. They said he only caught slants. Like I that was slander. I didn't say that was the case. You just said they had a reason. <laughs> yeah, they did. I didn't agree with it. Anyway, well, but like uh, the Coop- then you should have said they had a rumor. They made up a rumor. All right, they had a rumor. Sorry, <laughs> they had a rumor. But like with Cooper Cup, what are you gonna say? You can't say anything. They just don't talk about it. Like it's like um. Can't think it's of just because the fact that he is always open, people don't like that. They like when you like make catches over other defenders, but then it's like you're not as good if you have to do that. If you're always open, you must be like unbelievable. Yeah, like, nobody can cover the route runner. You're a speed demon. Yeah, that's pretty much. Well, how he's not it works. a speed demon. He's white. So he's certainly not a speed demon. So nobody can cover him, man. He's a good route runner. All right, I'm gonna go with my take now since we're on the topic of wide receivers. Um. Is it weird? Is it crazy to say that Amon Ross St. Brown is a top 10 receiver in this league? Because I don't think it is. Uh, right now, I think it is. But... If you're doing a wide receiver poll, like we're doing a QB poll, then no. Yeah, no, yeah. Because if, if you're just basing it strictly off this, actually, that's not true because this last, the end of his season was incredible as well. Yeah. But at the, the end yeah, of the no. day, he's been unbelievable. Like, like you think he's better than DeAndre Hopkins? I think it's close. Whoa. Dude, he's a stud. Look at his last yeah, eight great. games. Oh, he's his a constant stud. eight yeah, receptions, 120 yards, multiple TDs. Yeah. I don't know what else you want. That's I agree. That's unbelievable yeah. numbers. And I want to say um, this about the Lions. Yeah. Um, I know it's two game sample size. I literally just said my last take. Like, if you're overreacting over a two game sample size, kind of wild. But I'm gonna do it anyway because it's whatever. Yeah, I can it works in my favor. Because it's Kurt's take. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's your it's take. My, yeah. Um, it's your take. Yeah. I was wrong. I think on the Lions. I said before the season, they're a little hyped up. I would have gone with the under six wins. Don't think that's gonna happen anymore. Like they're averaging 35 and a half points a game. I know again, it's only been two games, but their offense is electric. And I get Jared Goff's been playing really well, but I just imagine this team with. 
like a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud. Oh, like they are a top three offensive unit in this league. They better trade all those firsts that they acquired for Matt Stafford. Yeah. To go up and get Bryce Young. Be unbelievable. And I understand like the defense is still not that good. Um, Hutchinson's been fantastic, but mainly secondary. Like Jeff Akuda is terrible. (laughs) I am like, I don't know what happened to him. Um, He tore his Achilles. But obviously they're letting up. Was it 38 and 27, whatever the math is, 32, 32 points a game. So not ideal. Um, but like again, it's just I feel like a really good quarterback, maybe a couple changes defensively, like they're as good as any team Super potentially. Bowl team. Literally. I'm not serious. Like next year, yeah, they're winning Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know about next year, but they're 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 great. I think and Amara St. Brown is top ten. He's the man. They're doing the right shit where they're building the surrounding cast before the quarterback gets there, which is the way to do it when you're rebuilding. I don't know why more teams don't do it. We just saw last night with the Bears how horrendous an offense can look when your quarterback is the only thing you're like, hey, make a play, make our offense look good. And then you have him throw 11 passes and he only completes seven. He threw like, 11 passes yesterday? He threw 11 passes last night, and they were playing three scores down like the whole game. It's kind of a cool stat line, though, 7-11. That's where he's going to be working if yeah. they keep playing him like this. So I'm going to get him a Slurpee after that. I mean, Darnell Mooney, their supposed number one wide receiver, had one catch for negative four yards. How about their Chris- receiving cord <laughs> is terrible. Chris Collinsworth for that first drive was hyping up the Bears so much. When they scored their first touchdown with Montgomery, they were like, he was like, oh. This Bears team could definitely win. And then it just went the complete shit after that. Yeah. Like the Lions have an elite off top three offensive line and their backups were playing in this game. They were moving bodies and you got a decent. Not hard to do on this fucking shitty ass front four. (laughs) It's unbelievable. They got Dan Skipper, who's another Madden generated name. (laughs) I had no idea who that was until Dan Campbell was like, yo, Skip. What a game, man. Dan Skip. And DeAndre Swift's the best running back ever. Amon oh, yeah. Brown is the best receiver ever. Nice. And they got Jamison Williams coming on the way. I know. They don't even have Williams. It's unbelievable. And that's only going to help Amon St. Brown, which is just unbelievable to think. Detroit, you're doing it right. Good shit. He's dog. All right, Soy. What you got? All right. Talk about your botch of a parlay. Let's talk about the parlay. The ASC Juicy Gargantuan Loch Ness Monster Parlay <laughs> sponsored by my bookie. Um, I came up with this parlay by myself. I sent it to chat. It got good feedback. You know what we should do? What? We should do what Trent does. Surgical streams. We go live on Instagram. We get advice from the followers and we cook up their parlay. Huh? I bet we're not going to do that, but I no, think it's not. a good we're idea. I mean, you could do like a story poll cool, and like right? tell people to like send shit in. Yeah. Or you could do live. Yeah. It's not a horrible idea. I think I did really good though. I feel like I should have another crack at it. Oh, you did great this week. Okay. Let's take a look at them. Let's take a look at each bet though. All right. I'm, I'm going to tell you my reasoning for everything that I took. Okay. Here's my reasoning for the first two Giants and uh, Saquon Barkley over rushing yards. Christian McCaffrey over receiving yards. Um, so I was on the app and 
I couldn't figure out how to do multiple. I couldn't figure out how to do different games. So I was originally just going to do a parlay from one game. So that's why I had a Giants and Panthers bet. But regardless, I actually thought they were good bets. Say Panthers let up what 120 yards to just Nick Chubb last week. Kareem Hunt eight as well. Um, I was like, all right. And the Panthers actually had a pretty good defense overall last year. And this year, I think people, most people think it's going to be okay. Uh, obviously, week one, they got peppered. But their rush defense was really good this game. Obviously, I watched the entire game. A Giants fan. Saquon, what do you have? 70 rushing yards? His, his over-under was 78.5. He almost got there. He needed to break one more run. He really only broke like two or three runs this game. Everything else was like three-yard rush. Um, so he was like eight yards short. It was tough. That's the miss right there, but we're going to keep going. Christian McCaffrey, they need to throw this guy the ball if they want to win games. That, that's what it comes down to. You need to get the ball in this guy's hands in hands in the open field because they can't they can't run block. Uh, even though he did have 100 yards rushing, it really he had one big-ass run. Everything else was like nothing crazy. He should be catching um, the ball more than like six or seven times a game. Yeah, he caught, he caught four passes. He needs six catches at least. Uh, he had like 30 yards receiving. He needed 42.5. He missed that. Michael Thomas to score a touchdown, plus 190, sniped it. That's a steal. Come on, that was a lock. Michael Thomas, come on. Jonathan Taylor, 125 yards rushing, plus 210, alternate line. An alternate line, dude. I was like, he's going to go off Jacksonville. They don't have Pittman. They're going to give Jonathan Taylor almost 40 carries. Man got nine carries. Literally had like three yards rushing for the first three quarters. That was so fucking bad. That was a big miss. But at the end of the day, did anyone see that coming? Like, come on. You should have done alternate line under 10 yards rushing for Jonathan Taylor. It was probably like plus 10,000. That's what we should have done. Jamar Chase, over 75. He was playing Trevon Diggs, dude. You got to go for at least 120 against Diggs. Diggs has been fire this year. I'm not going to lie. He's been pretty good this year. It's a fucking botch by Jamar Chase. Let me tell I you. I mean, facts. But it's a botch <laughs> and Kyler Murray over 29.5 rushing yards. I think he had what 28, 20, I think it's 28. He really had like a hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they should have counted that two point conversion. Um, but yeah, that, that was the parlay. And at the end of the day, it's 10 to win $1,000. Were we going to hit it? Yeah, we're going to hit it next week. Love it, man. So I, I need to ask you this. Do you actually think what these parlays will hit during the year? No. But the thing is, if you do hit one, you pay for every single one. So it's like, I don't think you're going to hit. I think we should be going a little bit less insane, though. Got to hit $1,000, But though, it's not the, the juicy lockness, whatever. No, no, no. I mean, we'd still be everything over 500 but, like, although I do agree. when I 10 for 1000 is very funny. It's interesting. Like, if you look at that parlay, it's really not that crazy. I didn't think it was. I thought it was pretty solid. That's what I looked that's at. Yeah, uh, that's the beauty of sports betting, man. You could get like four minus odds and have like plus three hundred, and then you think, oh, it has to hit. Yeah. I know. Sports are unpredictable, maybe, man. Maybe next week we'll go back to like teams shit, not props. Props are fun though. Hey, man. But, I think yeah. us three should cook it up, and I think we could do a good one. Maybe we will. We went one for six this week on our best. Um, so Trent, you guys know how Trent I'm does just going to guess opposite. Of you know Trent does a surgical sixes? Yeah, you just talked about this. Yeah. When? You like literally 20 minutes ago. We should do a stream where followers. Bro, that's, that's the surgical streams. There's the surgical <laughs> sixes. 
Get it right, man. Okay, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, man. So the surgical six. Oh, yeah, is someone it. faded it, and they're about to win like yeah, forty thousand dollars. Yeah, oh and five. Someone faded it, and yep. they're about to make so they should, much. They money. should cash though. They got. They have to take the Eagles. They have the Eagles money line. <laughs> I would cash. What would you guys do? Actually, I wouldn't cash. I would let it ride, and I would hedge. That's easy, actually. The Vikings are plus one fifteen. That's easy hedge. It's like ten to win forty thousand dollars. You hedge a thousand dollars on the Eagles. You probably hedge like. I would hedge like four K. Yeah, I would too. It's easy. Samuel L. Jackson, let's hear it, baby. Can I get a one-two, baby? One-two. Royale with cheese. Gotta be with Samuel I mean, L. Jackson. This movie's fucking amazing. I mean, I know, right? I could quote Sam Jackson all day. He's got so many great movies. He does. But you know what I'm gonna talk about instead? Probably the most thing. Sam, I just realized something. Thing. You haven't done a lot of transitions this uh this year. Oh you're my like, god. You you're off. like the transition king. Uh, I want to hear more. You know. You're right. <laughs> you're right. I've been botching that. I'm sorry. Hey, it's all right. Think of something. That's all that's all I'm good for. You know, I, I gotta No, 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 no. Bring no. That up. Never said that. I just it just adds to it. It's like, you know. If you're like a 9.1 out of 10, you're now a 9.2. You know, it's just, you're already great, but it adds to it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, What's your take, though? My take is that Jacksonville kind of looks like they're in the AFC South race. Uh, th- I mean, we knew this division was going to be bad coming this year. We all agreed it. We all thought Indianapolis probably runs away with it because the rest of the teams in this division – even though I was the one who was more into the Titans than both of you, uh, we thought, yeah, this division kind of is. Ugh. Well, Jacksonville has kind of looked kind of fire so far this year, uh, especially in this game against Indy. We talked already about Indianapolis completely getting worked on both sides of the football. And I don't want the narrative about this game to just be what went wrong for the Colts and what's wrong with the Colts. I want there to be a positive spin about the Jacksonville Jaguars because they truly dominated the Colts. You know, uh, I love this. I was listening to a podcast today, the Joel Klatt show brought up the exact same point on college standpoint. So when Kansas beat Texas last year, everyone was like, Texas fucking sucks. Everyone likes to hit on the big brand, right? Indianapolis is a bigger brand than Jacksonville. But why does no one give credit to, exactly. to David? Everyone wants to focus on Goliath. Let's give our low-end team some praise. Like Was Kansas, this the exact spiel that the guy had? No. He didn't I, use David versus Goliath? Nope. I like that from you. That was good. Thanks. Appreciate it. That reminds um, – sorry. Continue. No, I'm just saying, like, Kansas is now 3-0. and They're looking good. Jacksonville, maybe we should have saw this coming. New head coach, got some weapons, played well week one even though they lost. Let's give them praise. Let's support the boys from Jacksonville. Christian Kirk. He's good. Yeah, he's he's good. good. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't want to say I told you, but. That was, that was no, hilarious. Sully, I think the entire offseason, you're like, Christian Kirk, I say he is a really good number two, but paying him $20 million. Hey, he's a number well, one now. Oh, <laughs> he's been worth the money so far. That's not a question whatsoever. And Jacksonville. When they signed him, we were all like, what the fuck? 
we didn't expect them to run their whole offense through him. And that's what they've been doing. And that touchdown he had, they ran him out of the backfield. You don't just do that for a guy you view as a pure slot. They view him as more, and he has shown that. And his connection with Trevor so far has been very good. Uh, James Robinson looks as good as he's looked in the past. ETN still got a little bit of a ways. But Trevor Lawrence, man, he looks the part. He looks very much the part so far. Uh, I mean, last year, I think this just proves that situation. Even though 2020, I think if you were a listener in 2020, you know I fucking hated Doug Peterson. I ripped into his soul for that Eagles season. And I knew that the Jacksonville Jaguars were going to hire him. I predicted it. He's a good guy. They needed a good culture change, a guy that can help Trevor grow. And he's helped. And he's been distinguished. He has helped this franchise work. And they're playing good football because of it. And that doesn't just go for the offensive side. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has looked great so far this year. Um, I know they lost last week against the Commanders, but he looked good this I mean, week. Everyone does. It's hard. Great this week. Their defense. Also, showed out big time. Uh, Trevon Walker. Yeah, Trevon Walker's really good. <laughs> I mean, when he puts that shit together, all of his, like, physical tools, he's going to be a beast, like, just straight up. Uh, with Josh Allen, that's going to be a great tandem. Uh, their linebacking core, Devin Lloyd, has looked good. Uh, Aluakon has been a really good pickup for them. I mean, just in both facets of the game, Jacksonville dominated. And then when I brought this up when the Colts the Colts loss could have been even worse, the Jags had like two really bad drops and a bad fumble. They could have blown this game even further out of the water than it did. And um, I don't know. I, I don't think we should write off the Jags anymore. I think they've shown some good stuff so far. I don't think they're winning the division. I still think the Colts will. But – They've shown some very positive signs so far. And uh, Caxonville, I I think I'm going to call him Caxonville. (laughs) So uh, let's get the khakis out for Caxonville. And uh, I think, I think whenever Jacksonville gets a big win, we got to wear khakis. (laughs) I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. You say that khakis. Khakis. We got to do something like, um, (laughs) we got to think of something, um, for Barstool, their like Game of Thrones podcast they have. I don't know if you guys watch it. They all they dress up. Game of Thrones podcast? Uh, Is that with Barstool? Like, I've not seen that like, everywhere. Uh, the guys who do it are Barstool. I don't know if it's a bar. I think it's a Barstool podcast. Might um, be affiliated. Yeah. I mean, if they worked it. Like got, they got signed by Barstool, maybe. Yeah, they're all be. funny as hell, which everyone at Barstool is. Um, but they all wear Targaryen wigs. So maybe we got to think of something whenever a big moment <laughs> happens, like the khakis will dress up and honor it. Okay. Well, I, I mean, last week, I mean, for the predictions we, pod, you were supposed to dress up and you didn't show up for that. So. I got one. I have one. All right. What do you every got? Time, what do you got? Every time the Giants fuck their opponents, I'll wear a condom. All right. Now <laughs> How are we going to know? I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll think about it. Um, so Sully is a proprietor of safe sex, and we appreciate course, that on this podcast. Job, man. Job. So is Brian Some Dable. Sex. Brian Dable's a Brian big proponent. massive. He hey. dips them in Daniel's mouth. I'm gonna be honest with you, Sully. I'm shocked you didn't have a Brian Dable take. 
Yeah. No one's talking no. about them being two and zero and him getting this roster. I mean, Dude, they played. No the one Panthers. talks about. No one talks but about yeah, half I, the shit that they should talk about in the NFL. Yeah, what the fuck? You know what's funny? That's sarcasm. I think you're making fun of me. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm that, serious. <laughs> what, Sam? What were you saying? That David and Kalia thing you were talking about? Yeah, it's money. Jer- Jerry Jones the other day, after they lost to Tampa Bay, referred to the Cowboys as David. So Jerry Jones clues. And we saying. and we fucking hate how much publicity he gets. We do. We do. <laughs> Owners gotta stop giving him publicity. It's unbelievable. Um all right, you know what we gotta do though? What? We gotta do our bets. I still have a takeaway. Oh, okay, all right. still's got a take. Oh my I mean, bad. Sully doesn't care about me. It's I don't, even, I don't even got my my bets yet. I don't yeah, I don't have them either. That's why I was gonna go look. I'll we keep can, mine we fast. Can talk through it. No, no, no um, please. Oh, no, Kurt, take your time. Thirty no, minutes or don't do it. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the survivor pool because um oh, yeah. we've had over. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up. It's over a thousand, right? We have oh, we've had over a thousand people join, and you know how many people are left? Two hundred fifty-seven. Two sixty. Jeez. Seven hundred ninety-two people eliminated in week two. I got out week one. I mean, I got a, I got out week one too. <laughs> uh, I try. I should have just played it safe, dude. That's I didn't realize because I didn't realize like this. I do think though, like twenty people will go pretty far. I do think that there's like it's gonna get really this week, maybe the week after, it's gonna get down to like probably less than fifty people. But I do think there's gonna be like twenty to like ten people that go to like week like twelve, week thirteen or something. You guys rooting for me? You think I'll do you think I'll win it? Yeah. Who are you taking this week? I got the Chargers next week. They play the Jaguars. Okay. I don't know, man. Trevor's feasting. Yeah, what, if Her- what if Herbert doesn't play? So look at, the only one else I was considering is Vikings over Lions. Everything other oh, than I, that is I don't know. That's I don't know a scary one. The, I Dude, don't know if I touch that a scary one. There's a lot of close matchups next week. So I think Chargers. All right. Well, maybe we, well, let's look at our bets and then we can maybe tell you one that's good. All right. Don't I listen think... to me, though. Whatever I say, do the opposite. Yeah. Ravens over Patriots? I'd sniff that. I'm. T- oh, wait. I actually, that's my bet. <laughs> oh, Chiefs have... Colts. The easiest Chiefs pick of your life. Chiefs are on the road. Be, I don't might know, Might be man. a get-right game for the Colts. That's what I'm saying. No Even, shot. I hate picking teams on the road, unless it was the Ravens over the Jets. They're yeah. favored by a touchdown. I agree. On the road. So that's the... unreal. I don't know, man. I Just saying. I, I, whatever. All right, we doing bets now? I mean, you got anything else to say about Survivor? Nah, just everyone sucks. I mean, how we only have 200 people left? It's unbelievable. Talking about people sucking, let's talk about our betting abilities. Yes, the transition. There you go. There the first you go. one You're of the year, guys. All right, I'm, I'm on Owen, too. I did, too. Um, I'm at $90. I am as well. I am at 99 like, 60 or whatever it was, because I lost. I yeah. You need to know I'm, where you're at. I'm really sorry. I will... <laughs> I will make sure. I'm I saying when we make the post, though, you have like the exact number. Or what? No, yeah, I, I do. Okay. All right, Sully, um, what's your first bet? My first bet, I actually, you brought it up, but I did already have the bet because I do a group chat. I have like a group chat with like five people, my friends, and we do a group chat parlay. Uh, everyone sends a pick in and we there make a go. parlay out of it. That's got Mine life. was Ravens minus three versus the Patriots. That's my bet. I'm going to do straight bet, $5. Ravens minus three. All right. I don't have one yet. 
I mean, they're like, give me like a minute though. I will, um, okay, I'll pick. I'll, I'll do Detroit plus six and a half. Okay, I'm seeing plus seven. I'll give you the plus seven. All right, I'll do plus seven. Are you on FanDuel? Nah, I'm doing my book. My bookie, I can't use FanDuel. Okay, no, I forgot. Yeah, my bookie's great. Ever, my bad. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm on my book. Uh, plus seven, plus seven Lions. I'll ride that. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling uh, them. All right, I'm gonna go with a um. Yeah, this one's so free. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Steelers plus five against the Browns. Wow, um, that's what they had. So that's coming on the road, right? Yeah, they're on the road. Yeah, Don't matter the though. Road. Steelers plus five. It's the the over under is 30 and a half. Jesus Christ. That is low. Um, yeah, the same reason I have for week one. Tomlin will keep it close division game. I think the Browns might not even win this game. And if they do, it won't be more than three or four points. Okay. Um, I'm going under 51 and a half in Bills Dolphins. Okay. No parlay? No. Okay. Kurt, are you doing a parlay? I kind of want to, man. I got money I, back. I, did, I didn't do a parlay last week. I might do one, but I down money. I don't know if I want to. They're dangerous, man. Yes, sometimes you got to swing for the fences, though. All right, I'll do. All right, I'll do Bengals. Ah, uh, yeah, this shit's free. We're ready. <laughs> I'll parlay Bengals money line. Disaster. <laughs> yeah, it might be a disaster. And um Saints minus three. Wow. I kind of like the Panthers money line. No shot. If you uh, think I'm betting on the Panthers, I would rather blow a bullet through my brains than no. bet money on the Panthers. We don't want that to happen. So, Actually, no, right. I'm not betting on the Saints this week. They fucked me over those past yeah, weeks. Jameis is still winning. Horrible. Nah, he's still winning comeback player of the year. Don't get it twisted. And they're winning the division. So uh I'll parlay something different. I'll parlay. I uh, this to my bet so free. It's so fucking I don't even know it. And it's so fucking free, dude. I don't know. Uh fuck. I'll do Sam, if you need a couple minutes. I mean, I, I'm ready to lay this parlay I got out. All right, Bengals, money line, and uh, Chiefs, Colts. No, I don't want to touch that. Kurt, you go ahead. I'm gonna go with the Vikings. This is a three-team parlay. Okay. 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 Vikings money line versus the Lions. Okay. Raiders yeah. money line versus the Titans. Yeah, you're all gonna be like, that's probably not gonna hit. You know, no, Raiders actually, on the like road. Get suck. right game. Titans are dog. They got to win one soon, Vegas. And doesn't it just kind of seem like a game on the road? Maybe Vegas is back. To me, it sounds like that. Give me them for minus 115. Chargers money line versus the Jaguars. Let's not get it twisted. Justin Herbert will lay into their souls. Have a great game. I'm getting plus 225 for this bitch. Just those two? Those three. Wait, what was the third? Vikings, Raiders, Chargers. Okay. All right. I'll do I'll do a three team parlay or a three parlay. I will do the Bengals money line. 
Hey Sam, we you can ride one of my bets, man. We could be like riding. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not riding with you. I'm not riding with you. I gotta. I gotta. You're not riding, Kurt. Nah, sorry, Kurt. Gosh. I'll go nine uh, Niners Broncos under forty six, and I will do I Dallas do. Dallas Giants. Oh my God, the over under is thirty nine and a half. Are you gonna do the under? Yeah, those are great offenses. <laughs> uh, I'll. Saquon's putting up twenty one by himself. So I, I don't. Tr- uh, I'll I'll hit the under on that. I'll hit under thirty nine and a half. Gotcha. Any right, touchdowns? Three team three. I'm All also. Right. I'm gonna do uh, a third bet. I'm gonna do New England plus three and parlay that with Kenny Galladay to score three touchdowns <laughs> at plus one million. I hope you're. <laughs> he only plays three snaps. <laughs> you bet one dollar. And you're gonna make literally yeah. Jeff Bezos money. Oh yeah. You're gonna be like Kurt. I'm Bezos. I'm literally Bezos. Yeah, literally. Oh, why is the Thursday night game? Did they so they got to pick every Thursday night game or what? Yeah, Amazon gets to pick it. And they pick Cleveland Steelers. That's the stupidest shit ever. I mean, it's a division game. Yeah, but it's like not good at all. Wait, so they pick it on a weekly <laughs> basis? Yep. Why wouldn't they pick? They Wait, pick it at, no, ahead of the season, they pick all oh, the games. Okay. I was about to say. Packers but... Packers, and the Bucks play this week. You're telling me you wouldn't want Packers The Bucks. Packers just had Sunday night football. So I, I don't think they got like first dibs on every game that they wanted. I think they Probably just got, got like, selection. Yeah. What did you yeah. guys think of uh, Amazon's coverage? I thought it was great. I thought did, did you guys see that other thing job. where it was like a little delayed, but they have like all the stats and like yeah. their names pop up and like the, where they ra- ran. the routes, yeah, like it's live. Cool. It's cool, but I also saw 10 TikTokers who were 12 year olds be like, This is the future of how football is showing. <laughs> I saw like, that too. I saw that I too. Did. Now really I fucking cool. hate it. Yeah, now yeah, it's terrible. I, um, I do want to just say one last thing Sunday ticket needs to be sold immediately sunday it's ticket nuts. needs to be shot in the head did you, hear, it? did you hear though that direct tv is reimbursing everyone yeah, what does that mean probably what does that mean i'd call their ass and be like your shitty ass product was terrible give me some money back and they probably yeah, no that was ridiculous this is their last year of their deal dude give, TV it, and sunday give it ticket. to give it to I, amazon please i would say they should give it to like i would much rather them have it on like apple tv amazon like just have it on a streaming service and we pay five bucks a month for it. Oh, that's not going to happen. I'm just saying, Whoa. like, it's thirty dollars yeah. a month right yeah. now. <laughs> okay, it'd be just fucking fun. cut the price by three hundred percent, and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> it should go to Amazon. Amazon streams the stream for Thursday Night Football was perfect. It was great. It don't even get me started on the user interface for Sunday Ticket. It is the worst shit on the planet. Bro, do you guys have this problem also when I have like, so let's say if I'm watching, trying to watch two games, and then I try to add a third. Or no, no, no. I'm watching two games, and I have one big one up top, and then like a little small one on the bottom. And I'm trying to change the one, the small one on the bottom. I click it, then I click another game, and it like adds a third box. <laughs> yeah, like you it does that. It's and then you have to remove so it. Stupid. And then you have to remove you gotta it click to like go 18, down. It's two. like a puzzle. I'm literally playing like Zelda, like trying to figure out how to get only two boxes on my screen with the games that I want. It's, it's also ridiculous. horrible that when you have only two games, it goes top and top, yes. and not side to side. Yes. It's literally ninety percent of the screen is just gray, and then like the, the games, like you gotta use a magnifying glass to watch the game. You're like, what are we doing? Uh, and it only limits you to four, which I hate. You can't so have it open on multiple devices. I hate that too. 
Well, uh, that I, I somewhat understand, I guess. I hate that. Oh, it's like, stupid. Yeah, it's I have stupid. to use browser so I can watch more than four games. The thing is, there's no point of watching two because it's the same size as if you just watch four. So you might as well just watch four. It's exactly. like what's, what's like so stupid. But I mean, I don't know. Regardless, it's called having a monopoly, and they're about to lose it. I really hope it's sold to like YouTube or or Amazon. ASC? ASC I mean, work. ASC buys Sunday ticket for a hundred dollars. Worth it. I'm down for it if you can yeah, afford I'm it, Sully. Sully, take out a mortgage and we'll. Yeah, I need to take out a fucking. Take out a loan a from lot. the bank. Who would, be, who would we have? Who would ASC have as the uh, the broadcast team? We need two announcers and a sideline reporter. I'm thinking um, we put I mean, uh, James as the play-by-play. Yeah, play. I was gonna say James. Um, James, James and, and Jackson. Felix. James no, and Felix. James and Jackson would be the worst <laughs> shit on the planet. Bro, do you remember? Do you remember when James and Felix were like, "Highly recommend you guys tune into this international basketball coverage." And I was like, "You got to pay me maybe five hundred <laughs> yeah. bucks to watch this because we love basketball here. You know, we love it." Yeah, yeah, it was like an unreal international basketball game all right now. It was, it like was Poland was like playing France with like seven minutes left. It like was play. Rudy Gobert like, against Franz yeah, Wagner, probably. Literally. And he's like, I'm watching this for Rudy two Gobert. players, and you gotta watch it, guys. He was he would suck Rudy off 100 percent given oh, the option. Absolutely. Now don't get me wrong, Kadarius Tony walks in my room right now. I'm turning the stream off, but <laughs> Jahan Dotson walks in Kurt's oh, room. Curry ain't turning shit off. It's That's over. what we're doing. He wants the world to see. That's what we're doing if Jahan Dotson walks into the room. <laughs> all right. It's getting a little weird. That's going to end today's episode. Uh, follow my bets. They're going to hit. It's fade everyone else's. Surgical six. Um, hope you guys liked our takeaways. We'll be back next week. Actually, I won't be back next week. I'm going to Germany. If you're listening Ooh, to this and you're European basketball, you watch yes. European I'm basketball. I'm going to scout Rudy Gobert. If you're going to Oktoberfest and you're listening to this, find me at Oktoberfest. Just scream Sully or ASC, whatever you want. Um, I might get shot there, actually. Is Oktoberfest the big yeah, a lot of music festival? It's not a music festival. It's called oh. Just Drink a Bunch of and Beer what am I thinking? Have you never had Oktoberfest in your area, Kurt? Bro, I fucking lived in Waxhaw, North Carolina. That shit. Oh, I mean, you've never October, like, heard of that. October first is huge in Wisconsin. We it's... have it like every year. It's actually kind of fire. Well, Oktoberfest. I gotta go to Wisconsin then. You should. You can go to Germany. fire in Milwaukee. It's easier. Yeah, I wish I, I. I'll go to Germany. I'll just go. It's probably cheaper to go to Germany. Yeah, Wisconsin's a huge tourist destination oh, these days. Absolutely, Milwaukee. Oh my yeah, god. Uh, that's gonna be it though. Hope you guys do enjoy. Uh, next week, we get Kurt and Sam. Fortunately, no me, but it is what it is. All right. Follow my bets. Until next time, good boy.